I do have one announcement. Due to technical difficulties beyond our control, the Partridge family will not appear today. However, Miss Bancock, the girls' phys ed coach, has agreed to step in and tell us about her crusade to get women into professional hockey. What are you doing here? I said we'd play, didn't I? Well, you also said you quit. Yeah, you can't believe everything I say, can you? Are you going to sing our songs? No, we're going to sing what everybody came to hear. You wouldn't dare. You just can't walk out here and assert your man. I'm not asserting anything. Some people came here today to hear us play, and we're not going to disappoint them. So are you going to introduce us? No. Who do you think you are? You just can't... One, two. I think it would be nice if you introduced us. One, two, three, four. In the middle of a good dream Like all at once I wake up From something that keeps knocking at my brain Before I go insane I hold my pillow to my head And spring up in my bed Screaming out the words I dread I think I love you This morning I woke up with this feeling I didn't know how to deal with and so I just decided to myself I'd hide it to myself And never talk about it And didn't I go and shout it When you walked into the room I think I love you Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I got so much to think about. Oh, you surprised me this week, Drew. The opener. <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, David Cassidy. Uh, you know. I was thinking either ACDC or the Trey and Charlie Rose interview would kick it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought about all those things. <laughs> but at the it's end of the day. It's been a big week of news. I mean, but at the end of the day. Stuart Smalley. I, I thought I maybe just, he would get in. I just kind of thought to myself, am I ever going to have an opportunity to play Partridge Family to start off a show? It really is a great song. So. Great song. Great song. So the cast man at 67. Yeah, man. Lost another one. I don't want to call him a legend, but... Uh, well, wh- why is it that uh, the job of rocker, rock star, whatever you want to call it, right? seems like you lose 20 years off of your life? I mean... Just consistently, we, we see these guys. But Keith Richards keeps going. I had to wait till that. Dun, 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 okay. That was my favorite part. <laughs> the reason I love that clip so much is the beginning of it and this like melodramatic scene 
uh, of David Cassidy, you know, wearing this ridiculous uh, outfit yeah. with this, you know, girl. Talk about who, women's you know, hockey. Just, <laughs> about women's hockey. Did you hear the name of the coach? No. Oh, Mrs. Badcock. Oh, okay. But fortunately, Mrs. Badcock has uh, agreed to give us a talk about why women should be allowed in professional hockey. I think that's what you said. Yeah. Like, nobody paid attention to that, and yeah. it was like, that's hilarious. Um, so welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, everybody. As Nick mentioned, we did lose David Cassidy, who, unfortunately, the week before he passed away, I played a sound clip. I played that sound clip. Uh, and they named that tune round, so I uh, hope I don't take responsibility. But I'm going to start you off with a little info slash trivia about Mr. David Cassidy. Do you know who the star of the Partridge family was? The mother. and the pre- Do you remember the premise of this? Do you know anything about this? What the, uh, the okay, I can tell you what I know in less than 10 seconds. Let's go. Let's hear it. Is it the family of musicians right. played? So that's, that's what everybody remembers. I, mean, I, I remember watching it. Maybe I was five, six, seven when and this was out. It was, was like out. in deep reruns, and at that point it was already kind of fading in terms of... Yeah, I mean, the thing I know most about it is the lunatic... That uh, became a reality TV Danny star. Bonaducci. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So let me set, let me give you the history of the Partridge family because it's very, very interesting. For starters, the show is based on the premise of a widower, a woman who's got five kids. She's raising five kids. In episode twenty-four, they started this concept of these kids becoming a band. Okay, so the family was already the TV well show was already well established. It was not. Did they have like, a musical background at all? Yes. Now the, the the show itself was always planned to go that way because it was based on this real life family called the Councils, who were big time sixties sixties uh, family that sang together and you know the whole nine yards and had the outfits and the dress ups. They actually went so far as to try to get the Council children to star in the show. Problem was they couldn't act. So they were like, all right, we're going to kind of scrap this. But it went 24 episodes before they started in this arc of becoming a family band. And but then was that was, always the plan? Yeah, that was always the plan. Um, but but Because like nowadays, 24 episodes is three and a half seasons of something, whereas right. back then they did like 24 episodes in a year. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So it, it was a whole different animal there. But so uh, do you know who the star, the woman who, who was the, the head of the Partridge family, what her name was? Hmm. Famous actress? Yeah. Not so much. Sort of a one. This was this, this was, was the thing. This was the thing she was famous for, for sure. All right, uh, I think you got me. All right, uh, her name was Shirley Jones. Okay, okay. Now That's let me ask you a question: Is Shirley Jones still with us? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Please, Lord, don't take. I haven't Jones. seen that headline yet. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you this: So, how many kids did she have on the show? Five. So now it just becomes: Can she outlive all five? So, this, well, this is there's so many interesting <laughs> facets to this. Okay, when the show started off, they did a a. Uh, you remember Saved by the Bell? Yeah, remember I how do. Saved by the Bell was originally Good Morning Miss Bliss? No, I didn't know. Okay, that. Okay, it was called Good Morning Miss Bliss, and the show took place in Indiana. All right. Okay, and then inexplicably, the entire school, Bayside High. Moved to California one season. Miss Bliss was gone, but the same cast of characters. Yeah, it wasn't called there. Bayside High, was it? In no, they were in a middle school. They okay. were like they were they were in a middle school, but it was the same same cast, same cast, same room. Like they got rid of the janitor. They made you know changes. They added Mister Belding. Yeah, uh, so gotcha. it was it, you know it was a whole different. Or maybe Belding was even there from the beginning, but they got rid of Milo, who was all right. So thing is, it started off with this premise that like it totally. Then they were just like, this isn't working. We're just going to flip this. When the Partridge family first came out, it took place – the first pilot episode was in Ohio, and she had a boyfriend. And you know who the boyfriend was? No idea. boyfriend was her real-life husband, and that guy's name was Jack Cassidy. Okay. And do you know who Jack Cassidy's son was from a different marriage? David. 
David Cassidy. So Shirley Jones was David Cassidy's real life stepmom. What? Hmm. Jack Cassidy, he's got another piece of trivia attached to him. Well, uh, I, I mean, he, I hate he was to. A Broadway I, I hate guy. to. Uh, for some reason, I think he was a piece of garbage. <laughs> for so, oh, you know what it was? I think it's how Jack Cassidy died. That's what it was. He went in a, in one of those rough fashions. Fell asleep with a cigarette. I think is, oh. what, is what it is. I think that's how Jack Cassidy. Well, well here's what's that. interesting about Jack Cassidy. If you want to but talk about he, trivia, he had, about a, him. he had a sketchy past. Remember who Ted Baxter was? Ted Baxter, Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, Knight, Ted Knight. Yeah. Right. So the ca- the character of Ted Baxter was based on Jack Cassidy. Okay, they, they had him in mind when really? they created uh, Ted wow, Baxter. That's interesting. So see how it all plays together. Yeah, see yeah, how man. All this stuff comes together. Who so, would have known? Yeah, but Jack I don't Cassidy think. I, I also don't think people that realize that that Shirley Jones was David Cassidy's stepmom in real life. Right. You know, they thought it was just a you know family because obviously Bonaducci wasn't related and whatever else. But no, yeah, but was, it does sell that whole story. I'm sure that they, you know, made it public at the time to sort of make people think like, oh, this is more real life than. Yeah, I just I think now it's show. been lost. I don't I don't think Shirley Jones is associated with. Like, did David they ever Cassidy. go out and tour? Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Oh, so the there was so, there was definitely a real life aspect to Absolutely. that. Absolutely, and, that band. and David Cassidy. I mean, he's been playing the uh, casino lounge circuit for quite some time. You, you used to be able to go see him uh, perform, and he had a hit in the eighties, believe it or not, a solo hit called "Lying to Myself," which uh, you might yeah, or, may, goes, or may not who hear. Who goes to those casino lounge acts? Like women that were obsessed with him in the seventies, because he was one of the first like super you know teen phenoms starting that whole you know teen beat era that that whole thing. I mean that was really him. He started he kicked that off. Yeah, and he was a mess because of it because he couldn't go anywhere and he was just like mobbed by women and fans or whatever. And he did a famous thing to get rid of to shed his uh, good boy Partridge family image. Now tell me if this has been repeated a couple of times. He appeared naked on the cover of Rolling Stone, and what photographer shot the spread? I'll go with Annie. Annie Leibovitz, absolutely, and they cropped him out from the waist up, but he did the whole spread for her. So he was like Bieber before Bieber, or or I was thinking more uh, like Britney before okay, Britney, Britney, right? Or but I was going Miley with the guy before Miley. Yeah, I was going know. with the guy version, yeah, instead but, of the girl. but yeah. So Britney maybe was the first of that, right? But it was Cassidy who really did that. Like, yeah. he was the one that was, like, this super squeaky clean. Well, I think we cut. got away from that kind of teen idol for a while. Sure. Like, well, once it you comes got... in cycles. Yeah. It comes in cycles. Yeah. So that's my my tribute to David Cassidy. We've never thought about talking on the show before. And, you no. know, I f- he had some interesting stuff, though. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a career. And, and uh, I got to tell you, I listened today. I figured, all right, I'll give Ava a little partridge family my daughter little partridge family education about okay. the songs you know i right. love that song i figured she'd love that song then i was like there's only a couple albums from david Cassidy. let me throw on his latest christmas album how bad could that be oh boy <laughs> i believe it could be bad gwen stefani with a christmas album coming out this year too i have to take a look at that I saw her on some morning talk show singing, dressed like Santa. Did you see her boyfriend is now uh, people's sexiest man alive? Oh, no. Like, are you kidding me? Hold on. I just have to edit this. Or maybe not. I'll just give it to you. 
all, all I can tell you, bro, there's a term called quit while you're ahead. No one told it to this guy. You better not cry. You better not This is shameless, dude. This is absolutely lounge singer shameless. You gotta turn this off. <laughs> this is the last thing the guy did. Uh, we gotta immediately play the Bruce Springsteen version of this song <laughs> to get this out of no. my head. No, listen. Just, this is just so Ava says to me, Daddy, can we stop listening to it now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, this was an EP. David Cassidy Christmas EP. Wow. This might be like, play, do they track how many plays? Because this might be play number like 34. <laughs> I have to wait till that. Get it off. Lord, I'm sorry. You you never like to speak ill of the dead, but dude, I mean, huh? just like you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. that how how so long has Elvis been dead for? Oh my God, fast uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing. All right, what do you got for me in the way of trivia? I've got uh, plenty to get to today. By the way, happy early Thanksgiving to all of you fine folks out there. I've got some Thanksgiving tidbits to talk about as well as as you could imagine. So uh, the women of Saturday Night Live have released a statement. In support of what U.S. senator? Oh, of course, Al Franken. He just <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Well, somebody, how shamelessly biased somebody, is the entertainment industry? It's ridiculous. So, so, so here's here's what I love. Somebody somebody wrote a very poignant tweet because now tweets are what's poignant, and the tweet was very simple. It's not about the women you didn't harass, Al. <laughs> Nobody's worried about the women you did not sexually harass. There's plenty of them. I just There's love millions this story because it's like we've got now we got so a U.S. senator, Democratic, oh, entertain. We got him. We got him. Groping a woman asleep. We have a second accuser, Charlie Rose, and it's buried in the news cycle. Well, like you, can, you have to like look to the twelfth article on uh, your USA Today. Uh, to people are to, saying, I, I saw this great. Somebody tweeted. He's like all these different people that did stuff. Harvey Weinstein lost his this, this, and then they got the Frank, and he goes, Al Franken apologized. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Glad there were consequences uh, for that action, but I mean, the guy was considered considering running for president. I don't think that's gonna, gonna, I, gonna I, fly I, anymore. I just, I just can't wait to see where the story leads because it's just every day. The best was somebody posted, and again, I hate throwing so many plugs for Twitter, but this is where I see my news, uh, folks. So somebody posted, "I wake up in fear at night, worry that Seth Rogen is going to be caught up in this uh, sexual harassment." And Seth replied, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> so reassure yourselves, folks. Seth Rogen has not. It is true. Like, who's next? Because oh. they're coming. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor well, is going to be off oh. that show. Like, who would have thought? Oh, he seems like such a nice. Uh, just and and uh, well, one thing I do love is the internet's very funny, and there's a lot of stuff about like how great Tom Hanks is. Have you seen that all coming? No. It's like it's basically like. Uh, clickbait telling you like oh my god you'll never believe what Tom Hanks is accused of right and then you click on it's like Tom Hanks accused of being a super nice guy <laughs> like Tom Hanks accused of helping women with their bags Tom Hanks accused of Tom Hanks is a great to guy but man what happened line. to the one son you know who I'm talking the about the rapper yeah oh, I what's love he it. call himself I don't know but I just love that that I, kid is hilarious oh it's I, I love the affect he talks like oh he's yeah the way character. he talks it's just it's unbelievable it's 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 remarkable like, dude you grew up in Bel Air <laughs> <laughs> your uh, mo- your mom is Rita Wilson 
Uh, you think he's any good? Chet, are, Chet Hayes? That's it, Chet Hayes. Why are you speaking like that? The first thing you can see is uh, Tom Hanks' wannabe rapper son drops N-bombs on Instagram <laughs> holding two guns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Is that just the greatest? You could do everything right your whole life, live the, all the success in the world, give your kids everything, and he turns into Chet Hayes. <laughs> Dropping end bombs with guns in his throat, and it's like I almost have to play this. Like, what could this video be? <laughs> play it. <laughs> Just if we get a chance to hear the kid talk, it's 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 worth playing. I want the guns video. There it is. I heard him on a serious XM show, and I think they threw him out of the studio. Complex News. I'm Tamara Diaz. If you're not up on Chet Hayes, consider yourself lucky. Son of respected Oscar-winning actor Tom Hayes. What happened? Did you I see? see? No, I, I, I still had David Cassidy playing. <laughs> so you got a couple of seconds of Jingle Bell Rock. He's appropriated hip-hop culture to the point where it's offensive. Chet Hayes, a.k.a. Is, Chester Hanks. This is Tom Hanks' kid. ...to Instagram using the N-word. In one of them, he's addressing his haters. And in the other, he's posted up next to his friend, whom he refers to as... Well, I'll let you see for yourself. In the comments on the photos, people are going in on chat. Keep in mind that you white and can still be touched. This dude did not just use the N-word. This is not a word for white people to use in any context. Also, just because I love this TMZ report. It's not what I wanted. Yeah, so. we got to get him on Sirius XM. That is the clip that uh, I first became aware he was on, you know. Ha- yes, it's important to properly chill. I, uh, you know, they have come some, on YouTube. They have I'm some trying to show. do research here. I'm not interested in your stuff. All right, let's see what they they. You, I think you they have- identify with the is a black culture or hip hop culture? We're you referring to black hip hop, whatever. And so, therefore, you think you should get like a, a pass? <laughs> uh, I mean, look, look. Everyone's gonna feel however they want to feel about it. You know, so it's like all I'm saying is that like. White people like use that term, you know what I'm saying? It's like an unspoken thing. Like, I don't. I don't. Like their black friends, or whatever. You know, I wouldn't go up to any like black person and say it if I didn't know them like that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just wouldn't say it. Here's an idea, and I use it with them. So it's like that's what it is. What is he? That, that's the best I've ever heard him sound. Uh, we really like, got to get like this uh, serious like, XM. They don't really like tell me what to do anymore because like I'm grown. You know Clip. what I mean? Like <laughs> because they they've given like, up on me. Just be making sure that like I'm. They just be making sure. You know what I mean? That's all. So, Tom didn't come and say, oh, you should probably stop saying that, mate. Or, like, he didn't... Was he <laughs> <laughs> interviewed by someone from Australia? Yeah, I believe so. I think Stay the TMZ cast is exclusively, right? like... Are they Australian? Kinda, I don't know. It just comes they off a little like, bit better be and like, more hey, interesting you know, if... Uh, like, don't be on Instagram so much, but... You know it is I mean? true. Like, a complete moron can have a yeah, British yeah, accent, yeah, and you're, you're like, totally, oh, this guy's educated. Totally fine. Yeah, it works perfectly. Wasn't there No, I know what you Wasn't there something from Arrested Development that was... Kind of based itself on oh, who's the South African uh, Charlie Theron? Yeah, yeah so she, she was it. in Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, it's my, one of my favorite characters ever. Okay, yeah. directs. Right, so like, didn't yeah. she have an accent? Yeah, she had a British accent. She had a British accent, right? But she was mentally handicapped. Yes, and he and had he, no idea. Absolutely no idea. Because <laughs> she's gorgeous, right? And, and with a British accent, right. and like, he was just like, "I'm all in, <laughs> no problem." He didn't realize like she did like a sleepover. A she has like a personality of a seven year old. <laughs> You'll learn that later. Yeah, that's no, true. I mean, it's like that's why you want British commentators on calling soccer games. You know what I mean? It just sounds so freaking authentic. It's like ah, that's uh, that's how it is. I I don't you know subscribe to that. But uh, Chet Hayes, uh, his touring schedule is available. 
Oh, wait. No show's book. <laughs> Shock. Sorry, sorry, Chet. There's nothing on the I see nothing for you. Uh, and then the other Hanks kid is a decent actor. Yeah. You know? I've seen him in a few things. He ain't no Chet Hayes. No. But Chet, you're welcome on the program anytime. You think like when Tom opens his eyes in the morning, the first thing he thinks about is like my son is Chet Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I think much. so. Pretty much. How did it happen? That's why I'm, I'm cool with like one daughter. <laughs> right, so this one is kind of, and this just falls in the category. I mean, sometimes I ask questions that are just hard. Okay. And it's just hard, and I don't sure. expect you to get it. It's a hard week. But it's, 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 it's a hard life. It's a hard you know, knock life. Sometimes you, you go, maybe you learn something, whatever. So we've had the Miss Universe pageant going on now for 67 years. Incredible. Okay? Love it. Two countries have won six times. Dominated. Okay, now the only reason I think people will be able to get this is because if you think I'm asking the question, then likely the one that won, okay, is one of them. And I, then I the know, other one, I, I like think I it's kind answer. of like known because one country does did seem to dominate this for a while. Is it Colombia or Venezuela? Okay, so you got one of those. Right. I, I want to say Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah. Six-time winner. Yeah. I, I, like, I remember the last time And this time would definitely happened, be a 10 each. So if you like, can... Wow. Because <laughs> yeah, Venezuela, for a while, did dominate this. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, I guess, underrated. Like, I hear all of the turmoil that that country's in, so I'm sure. kind of like, I don't know that I want to be meeting Venezuelan women, but apparently the quality level is... I think uh, the key is you got to get them out of Venezuela, and, that's, right. and then you you're good like, to go, because you know, no, nobody's trying to get back. No. You know, so I think that's the... the opposite. Like, that's you go back, plan. you get kidnapped, I, yeah. Heard. I yeah. heard. I heard you get held for ransom. I would not visit Venezuela right now. Yeah. Um, U.S. Other one? Nope. No. This year's winner, and I. Yeah, I didn't. Th- this see. is th- th- this was surprising. India. Oh, all right. Six-time winner. Okay. So there you go. There you go. So this so year's your the, dominant uh, Miss, countries. Miss, uh, Miss Universe winner is Indian. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a question for you. This is actually interesting. Sort of ties in there in a little bit. Uh, at least keeping it in the same part of the world there. What country would you find Estadio Milton Correa, a soccer stadium built directly on the equator? So this was incredible. The equator separates Ecuador. the field in half, and that's what everyone's going to put <laughs> right, and well, it's in Brazil. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Macava, Brazil. But it's funny. You could actually score in the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. So the goals oh, wow. are separated. Right. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think so. Uh, you know, fans divided, hemispheres apart. Game hot, probably. Hot. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Playing soccer right Ooh. on the equator. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Is this true or false? You could have breakfast at Tiffany's. True. Got to have it. I mean, they got to have it. How can you not? How's the marketing? Got they got to have breakfast at Tiffany's. All right. Well, they just started doing it. Ah. Oh. So it's true. Yeah, okay. So but, you got it right, but no, I mean, they didn't have it, and then they started, like, uh, within the last month or so, they have a cafe now at Tiffany's, so you can have breakfast at Tiffany's. Genius. I want to have breakfast at Tiffany's just so that I can say to people I'm having breakfast at Tiffany's. The last time I was in Tiffany's, I was like, this is probably the last time I'm going to Because I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's, and she said, I, I kind of remember the film. Yeah. So, you know, that's how it went. Um, that's an interesting one. So they started breakfast at Tiffany's, something to do. Uh all right, I, I got a um, – this is kind of like uh, an out-of-place question for, for – <laughs> Okay. I, 
I like I like that one too, but uh, I don't know. I might even piggyback these. Uh, you know, you would think that this would be something I would ask in February, but I'm not. I'm asking around Thanksgiving, despite the fact that it's the wrong holiday. So. Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day question. Um, so, what Italian city receives about a thousand letters addressed to Juliet? Ver- Verona. Yeah, Verona, yes. Italy. Letters from Juliet was a movie. Yeah, I, I didn't Absolutely. see it, but. Yes, yep. that's a that's so a like, real it's thing. It's like writing to Santa Claus, yes. you know, and being delivered to the North Pole. So people write Juliet love letters. Uh, I wonder if any of them are good. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. There's a book there somewhere. All right, what else? Uh, you speaking got? of uh, Italy, um, I was all over this about a month ago. Remember, I told you that the last Da Vinci in private hands was going to four hundred and fifty million. <laughs> yeah, they were saying it was going to go for a hundred million, and I was four. like, "That seems ridiculous." There's twenty Da Vinci's in the world. How is this not going to? So it shattered. It went Crushed. for four fifty. Uh, the previous record was three hundred. So one hundred and fifty percent the previous record. Uh, so now, here's the question: Over under one hour did the auction last? Over under one hour. Under. 19 minutes. Yeah. Could you imagine? How do you get the $450 million uh, in I got 100 million, minutes? 100 million going, 150 million, 150 million going once. I got 150, 150 going twice. I got 200, 250 going once, 250 going twice, 200. Oh, I got 250 million. <laughs> what? Don't you get a little bit of time to think it over? Though? I mean, it, it can't be like that. When you're auctioning. Did they announce who bought it? Like who's sitting there with the spare no, half a annou- bill? I don't think to they drop announced it yet. It was a, over the phone. It's but, insanity um, to me. It's insanity. I, I can't imagine why anybody would pay that kind of money for that. What are you going to ever? Oh, now what could be worth more than that? I, I don't know. I, I say. I mean, I don't know. David, the Mona Lisa. There's only a few things, in it, and it, those are owned by museums. No, I could just do so much with four hundred fifty million dollars. Like you're staring at something. Like yeah, take a picture. Original Da Vinci. Okay, I just I'm not sentimental like that. I, I mean, get, I get I guess nothing out of that. When you see people paying three hundred million for a William de Kooning, well, that's insanity, to uh, uh, me. right? That's insanity, insanity to me. But like Da Vinci, yeah, I get it. I get it. it. I get it. He's Da Vinci. I get it. But like, let's just put it on, put it in a museum, and move on, folks. Spend the four hundred fifty million dollars. Imagine the stress going on in that nineteen minutes of as people are bidding. Oh, no, I mean, I do think that probably anybody who got that looks at it as an investment. Like, it's not going to go down in value at any point in time. Uh, you know, there's. If there was a market that brought it up to that point, there'll be another one down the road, you know. So, but I, I don't know. I just, I think that's crazy. Yeah. How come companies have forty-five days to pay yet they could somehow <laughs> <laughs> auction off a four hundred and fifty million dollar painting in nineteen Remarkable. minutes? All right. This is my last general knowledge question of the round for you. Uh, the YMCA dance. You know YMCA, right? Sure. YMCA. The Village People. Yeah. Where was that introduced? It was introduced on a television show. What television show? Oh boy. Was that introduced? So on? was. I'm already down to three. All right. I'm gonna go with. I'm probably gonna be wrong. Do 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 do. All right. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with Soul Train. American Bandstand. Shoot. Sorry. Sorry. Well, Soul Train uh, I almost asked you what snogging refers to in the UK instead, but I... I well, I know that because I read the Harry Potter books. <laughs> What's snogging? It's kissing. Yeah, there you go. For making out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I referred to it the as British snogging the, for at least three or four years the, the, while the, I was the, going the, through the that British Harry Potter The most fantastic word. I love snogging. Yeah, yeah. that's a great... Like a that's fag a great is term. a cigarette. Yeah, that I don't get as much, but so snogging. You, so you can snog your fag and it's it's kissing a cigarette. Bangers and mash? Bangers. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, sausage. <laughs> bangers. Oh, that's a little disturbing. 
a little weird, not going to lie, but we, we love the other side of the pond here on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, but uh, snogging is kissing, so if you think it's a good word, start getting it in the uh, vernacular here in the U.S. Uh, let's move on to the sports round of today's uh, Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick, throw your first question at me. I got some amazing ones. I got some gems here tonight. All right, well, <clears throat> I'm going to have to go down this road because we haven't we haven't touched much on the sport at all. Okay. And it just it sort of just ended their season and and there's just a lot. So I'm going to go through it kind of quickly with you and then I won't you know, we won't have to talk about race car driving for 6 <laughs> months, okay? Right. That sounds good. Do you know me. what the NASCAR Cup Series is now named? It's not the Sprint Cup. No. Oh, no. Monster Energy. Oh, is that the worst name ever? Well, no. The Monster no, no. Energy I, I the NASCAR worst. Cup Series? E- even worse than that. So Monster Energy. So there's a drink called Caribou Energy Drink. Okay. Right? They named the old cup in England the Caribou Cup. After? The energy drink. So what used to be the League Cup, yeah, now but it's see, the okay, Caribou Cup. If I just heard the Caribou NASCAR Cup Series, it, it it's not as bad to me. It's like that, I might as well call it the five-hour energy NASCAR Cup yeah, Series. It's so ridiculous. It's just, well, I guess we're appealing to truckers sure. that have to stay up and yeah, speaking of all like, night, so they're drinking Monster Energy drinks? Bad, bad sponsor names. The Philadelphia Union, who you know I know something about now, obviously, uh, with our forays about to enter into the soccer world. And there will be announcements, folks, December 20th. December 20th. you got to wait till then. you got to wait till then. But forays into the soccer world. The Philadelphia Union's front of jersey sponsor, okay, literally is one word, and it's the second largest baking company in the country. And I want to know if you know who that is, that they would put on the front of their jersey, Nick, for the whole world to see. All right. The second. I mean, just because it's Philly, I would go with something which would be horrible in the front of your jersey, but I, I can't imagine they're the second largest. Is Entenmann's the largest? Nope. Is Sara Lee the largest? They're part of a conglomerate, so it's uh, that's different. But they're Yeah, like isn't Sara Lee own Victoria's Secret or something yeah, yeah, weird yeah, like yeah. that? Yep, yep. All yep. Right, I'm going to go with Tasty Cake. Nope. Bimbo. I don't even know what bimbo is. Bimbo Bakeries. The front of the Philadelphia Union jerseys say the word bimbo, and that's it. Hmm. Huh. Would you allow that? But, I, but, but I've never even heard of bimbo. So, like, what are they advertising to? I, 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 bimbo Bakeries. I looked it up. I had no idea what I bimbo was. Store. I could, I've never I seen not, bimbo. I could not believe that a professional sports franchise would put the word bimbo on the front of their jersey. Uh, and bimbo Bakeries... Makes uh, some of America's favorite bread. So they own Sara Lee. They own oh, Thomas's Bimbo English. Bimbo owns yeah. Sara Lee. Yep. They own Sara Lee. They own right, Thomas's well, that, that, English muffins. They own Nature's Harvest. They yeah. own Animans. They own Ballpark. They own Arnold. Pepperidge Farm. Nope. That's that? a different company based in Connecticut who I thought about <laughs> for, for our game. <laughs> I was like, all right, who's Bimbo's competitors? Okay. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, so Bimbo is so the Bim- lead sponsor. So it used to be called Sara Lee, I think. I and guess. Then maybe Bimbo but it's bought Bimbo it. Bakeries USA. But come on, man. Bimbo? Like, the first thing when I typed in bimbo, it doesn't, bimbo, an attractive but empty-headed young woman, especially one perceived as a willing sex object. That's You the see name. all those zeros on the check, and you like, I'll put whatever. I don't, you know, obviously. But how do you do that as a company? Why are you called Bimbo Bakeries? Like, what, what, change your dude, what name. Is the, what is the company that sponsors the uh, Kentucky, you know what the Kentucky Derby is now called? No. I'm pretty sure it's called the Yum 
Yum Brands. <laughs> Yum Brands. <laughs> Kentucky Derby. I mean, that's funny. You know, there's just there's no price. It's ridiculous. At which, just that's for- why I love the Masters. You can't get to those guys at all. CBS was like, listen, if you don't start allowing women to, to, to like, don't broadcast, don't broadcast it. We don't care. Don't care. <laughs> nah. Yeah, the Masters is like, forget it. We're not calling ourselves anything. When you go there, apparently, like, they don't sell Pepsi. They don't sell Coke. Like, there's you get nothing. Generic. There's just nothing. You get generic. No, it's, you get a Masters bottle of water that uh, says, yeah. like, Masters. Masters, yeah. yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. No Coke, no Pepsi. Yeah, it's uh, apparently sponsor-free. I like it. Which is awesome. Nah, it's, well, they don't need it. All right, so do you want to tell me who the most popular driver, and they vote on this, which is ridiculous. So instead of like the MVP, they have the most popular driver. The only driver guy I can think of right now is Matt Kenseth. To 2003 to 2000. It's the only fancy name I could come up with in the NASCAR no, world, which I know nothing about. Matt, no, Matt junior, Kenseth. Junior. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Junior. He's still doing it? He's, this is it. He's done. Oh, well, that's why. This was his final season. Oh, so good I figure for, out, I good for Junior. Out. You know what number he drove? 23. 88. 88, close enough. No, 23 was uh, maybe Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Was he 23 or 24? 24, maybe. Yeah. 24. All right, Wrigley Stadium. Let's hear it. <laughs> That's the greatest. Once you start off with Wrigley Stadium, you've got no chance. Let me talk about the booze. <laughs> talk about the booze. They never stopped. Oh, they didn't even God. sing. you got no chance. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are as a singer. Oh, you start off with Wrigley Stadium, you're getting like booed. Those, that whole montage of great Wrigley. Uh, All right, how about this one? You yeah. want to tell me the state? That this year's Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion is from what state? Hawaii, New Jersey. Ah, oh, who is it? Truex. Oh, Martin another Truex Junior. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I didn't say I wouldn't know that. I know his name. I, I would have been able to answer a question like Martin Truex Junior. participates in what sport? I would have said it's really like, Truex seems driving. like something you need to add to your car or something. Yeah, <laughs> Truex oil. Yeah, exactly. Truex oil. Yeah. That guy's got a. Good gotta name. get on that. That's a, <laughs> yeah. you know, there, there's there's some marketing there. Martin, get us up. We'll we'll help you out. The last race car question, like I said, for six months. Did you see who's retiring after the Indy 500? I did. Uh, I, I forgot his name already, but I know he's a big deal. Danica Patrick. Oh no, she's a big deal. Uh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Somebody else is retiring too. That's uh, that was his last race. Like I don't know, Hornish or something like that. Okay. But uh, Danica Patrick's retiring, hanging up the uh, the driving shoes. Yeah, she's kind of a fascinating person. I love her. And, uh, she's cute. It's amazing how good looking she is, and she's an NASCAR driver. But she's like got model good looks, yeah. and she's just adorable. I don't know about model good looks, but she's got that. Yeah, adorable but I mean, quality. Th- to be like an Indy five hundred driver, and to also be able to, I I would die model. in the first attempt. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I'd be dead in the first attempt, or at least crashed in the first attempt. I've seen those things up close. And what they do is nothing short of remarkable. To be 180 miles an hour and like 12 inches away from the car in front of you. Well, the Indy car has always been more fascinating to me because they go so much faster, and, and so you're scary. He- your head, head is, is exposed. exposed. That's a helmet. It's a helmet. It's all you got is a helmet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I always loved that. Uh, Keanu Reeves in uh, Parenthood is like the race car driver at the end. Like, remember he's like, no, I don't. Ra- oh, you got to go watch Parenthood again. All right, All right uh, I got one more for you. Oh, I haven't even asked you one, so I actually have. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Do it all day. All right, I'm going to start you do off it. with this one. What current Sacramento King started started his NBA career in 1998 on the Toronto Raptors? Wow. I was like, he's what? 
He's still playing. years. I, I, I got no idea. Believe that this guy. I haven't was still seen a playing. Sacramento Kings game since they lost like Game Six to the Lakers in 1999. This guy has had like the equivalent of three separate careers. None of them particularly good. But I started going back and I was like, "This is unreal." I cannot believe that this guy is still in professional basketball, and I didn't know that. I right, give it to me, Vince Carter. No way. Vince Carter is on the Sacramento Kings and has played every season since 1998 in the NBA. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even heard his name in That's four years, saying. right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, well, you have the career with Toronto. Right. So The career with the Nets. Right. And then didn't he go somewhere else You're as ready? an old so, man? So listen to this. So 98... <laughs> All the way till 2005, Toronto. And that's when he was then Vince Carter. 2005 VC. to 2009 with the Nets. Okay. 2010 with Orlando. 2011, back with Toronto. 2000, at the end of 2011, back to Orlando. Uh, 2000, and then at the end of 2011, he played three separate teams in 2011. Right. Toronto, Orlando, and Phoenix. 2012... 13 and 14 with the Dallas Mavericks. That's where okay, I remember that. Then 2015, 16 and last year I thought he retired with Memphis Grizzlies. And now he signed with the Sacramento Kings. He was on the Grizzlies for 3 seasons. <laughs> I did I don't uh, don't remember that. I sort of remember him on Dallas and I remember yeah, him I remember going him on Dallas. How is that guy still in the NBA? Did he win a title with Dallas? I think he did. Yeah, he was on with that the Dirk team. team. Yeah. yeah. And he was a contributor and then he spent 3 more years with Memphis. I wow. mean, is Good it, for him. Yeah, the the guy has got to be. I wonder what he's making a year. Is he still oh, making I mean, twenty make, million a they year? Make a fortune. I'm, I, yeah, they make a fortune. But usually in the NBA, those guys uh, make so much the, money they the don't best. stick around. So that he long. was injured, right? You figure, okay, you could understand. The guy's injury is close to forty years old. He's a man. He's forty. So close to forty. You know what his injury is right now? He's covering, recovering from kidney stones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the kind of old he oh. is. You know oh. what I mean? It's like. Perfect health, but the guy's got kidney stones right now. So I I just thought that was unbelievable. Uh, So good for you. Good for you. Good for you. All right, I got some uh, sports we could talk about here. Um, That's appropriate. Let's see. All right, well, actually, this is a a question that inspired... By the the way, not to to get off topic here, but uh, just taking a look at Tom Hanks' kids' board, which is still up. The bottom right says eight celebrity children that are good for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be coming up in the quiz. Yes. Somehow, <laughs> and there's, and there's, I and there's more. a picture of Nicolas Cage. It's celebrity kids that are <laughs> worth nothing. They're good for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right. So this was actually inspired. You had a question about how few NBA teams have reached the finals in yeah, the 60s. Ridiculous. All right. So here, here's this is your wheelhouse. Let's see if you can get it. Besides the Celtics and the Lakers, name the three other teams that reached the finals during the 1980s. Okay. So only five teams reached yep. the finals in the 1980s. I'll, I'll nail them. So uh, we got the Detroit Pistons. Yes. Which won back-to-back championships, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Oh, wait. No, did they win in 89 and 90? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, they so, won back-to-back, right, but, but not in but the 80s. Right, but not in the 80s. All right. So you got the uh, Pistons. So you're saying five teams total. Right, and I gave you the Celtics and the Lakers because right. they're the obvious. The Sixers. You got it. That was the early 80s. With no, Doc- they made quite a few, actually. But, yeah, they yeah, won Dr. It. J, yeah, right? They won in 83, I think. Right, right. Um, okay, Sixers, Pistons. Oh, wait. Did they win two? 
They might have won in 81 and 83, the Sixers. I don't know. I have to go back and look that up. It's possible. Um, but they made a few. I know they signed guys to $150 million to play 33 career games to that point or something like that. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Um, <clears throat> all right. For the sake of time, tell me the third. Ooh, I, I, you're going to give up on this, huh? No, I, I just... Um, what, you got a turkey in the oven? No, 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 no. I do got a kid who's got a half day. All right. I got to pick up at a bus stop. Sake of time. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's that's kind of the same thing. Uh, More important than a turkey in the oven? uh, Let's see. Let's see. What? I I watch so much basketball, I really feel like I should. I mean, I'd rather you just get it wrong as opposed to sake of time me. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. that was the seven. That was the late seventies. Was the Bucks? So, God, was it a dark horse? Give me this. Give me East or West. 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 Portland Trailblazers. Houston Rockets. Ah, that was ninety. What, what was that? Eighty nine. Eighties. Oh, they made two. I think in the eighties. Oh, really? Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, it was pretty much the Lakers or the Rockets. From the West. Because I remember the Rockets won back-to-back when In the 90s. Jordan retired. They were, and Because it was the Knicks and then the Pacers, I think, they played because the Pacers beat the Knicks in the Eastern Right, Conference so that was 94-95. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but they also made it in the 80s. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know it. That's so. the toughest of the three, I thought. No question. Far. No question. Well, I, I knew that, obviously, the Pistons, the bad boys, I mean, that's a legendary team there with Rodman. Yes. And, uh, and we were old enough at that point to oh, remember yeah. those games. I hated them too because sure. I was, you know, diehard Knicks. They fans. were just they hateable. Just, oh, so hateable! Isaiah Thomas, I hated. I still hate Isaiah Thomas. I like him even less now. Did you see who was on the cover of GQ's Man of the Year issue? Colin Kaepernick. Yes, yes. Good for you. Did you pick that up? Did you purchase that <laughs> magazine? I, I did not, but I just you, you always get the fallout when when I'm trying to follow a Twitter stream of just fantasy football and it's all Kaepernick on the cover of magazines. I'm not a happy guy. I just I got one more, and I'll be done with sports. I just can't let this go because go for it. I, I only it's have too one much more. of your too much of your wheelhouse to to, to not try to challenge you on this. Who was the last USFL veteran to play in an NFL game? Doug Flutie. Yeah, you got it. Boom, boom. No question. I I remember that like it was yesterday with the Buffalo Bills and uh, that was Rob awesome when Johnson. he came back and played. Oh, he was great for a little while, but then he lost out to like Am Rob. I wrong or did he do some crazy kick? So that was in New England. Yeah, he was the backup. Uh, He's the last guy to do, do a this. Drop kick, a drop kick. Yeah, because it's uh, Bill Belichick found out it was still legal, and Doug Flutie told him, "I I know how to do those," and he goes, "All right, do it." <laughs> this is a great story. And I actually I saw the video of this. My uh, brother in law. Mm-hmm. For some reason, practice his drop kick. Okay. So he's like at work. And this is only a year or two ago. Sure. And he tells a guy at work that he can like make a, a drop kick. And the guy's like, bull. He can't make a drop <laughs> right. kick. And he's like, I'll make a 30 yard drop kick. Give me 10 tries for 50 bucks. So he's like, all right. So the guy goes out. They go to the field. First try. Drills a 30 yard drop <laughs> kick for 50 bucks. Thank you. Guy. Come first again. Try. Yeah. Oh, I guess you can. Sorry, I was pretty. Yeah, so, so you know, nobody actually, made one for sixty years. That, Flutie that made one. That happened to me in summer and... sleepaway summer camp once. Right, there was this kid who was like, I'll never forget him. Is this Brooklyn kid? So he had this heavy Brooklyn accent. He dated the hottest girl in summer camp, Marcy Beller, who I had this huge crush on, and this was her boyfriend. He was just like to me, like such a goomba, you know, whatever. But he was a big, you know, jock, right? As much as you can be when you're thirteen years old. So he says to me, five dollars, I can make this half court shot." And I'm thinking to myself, how many tries? One try. Oh, I take that. I would have laid all odds. day long, right? <sighs> I, I like, would lay four to one. I was like, Matt, go for it. Swish, swish. 
like, right in my hey, when that face. Happens. And like is everyone, Marcy there too? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And like that was like sappy thirteen year old Drew, so I was like writing her like love letters. You know, like, I think you gotta go back to your oh, bunk and get five bucks and five bucks at summer camp was like it might as well have been just five hundred bucks. Worst. Just the worst. All my no, canteen money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. You sons of bitches. Swish. I'm already spending that money oh, yeah, in my head too much. He's dribbling. Like, this guy's <laughs> bragging. No the, the question is, how do you collect the five off of him? I knew I wouldn't. <laughs> that's the, that's I knew the, I'd owe him the five, but there's no way I would have seen it. I realized that later. Um, but, you know, it goes. All right, here's here's my last sports question for you, and it's a quick one. The so five would have been worth him just avoiding you, though, the rest of the summer. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Whatever. That's, that's, uh, I, I, I assume he... Uh, is unemployed right now. But moving on, um, here is a question for you. What has more regulation time? A rugby union league match or a premier soccer league match? So, you know, you know, in England, they're like, oh, we all know this. That, yeah, I was just it's ridiculous. I'm trying that's to like the easiest like, question ever. In that's the US, like asking me. Anyone knows this? That's like asking me. Well, how long is a soccer How long match? does it take to bake a pound cake versus how long does it take to bake a cheesecake? <laughs> they got cake? a 50-50 shot. I got you, no idea. Do you know how long a soccer match is? What was the first sport? I don't even know what that sport is. Union. Uh, rugby union. A uh, rugby game. A rugby game. So the question but is, what is longer, official. a rugby game or, or a soccer match, a premier soccer I, I match. I want to say soccer match game. is ninety minutes. It can't be a rugby. You can't play rugby for ninety minutes, can you? Well, that's what I'm hoping. It's it. It's, so it's your final answer. Well, I'm going to compare rugby to football, and a football game is an hour, and a soccer game is ninety minutes. You're right. It's ninety versus eighty. So All right. soccer is so ninety rugby's minutes. A little rugby's longer. eighty. I yep. wonder maybe the clock continuously runs in rugby more so than in the NFL. But I, I, yeah, well, I, I my don't thought know. process got it done. Rugby's interesting. If you ever, if you really like football, you would like watching rugby, especially at the highest I, levels. I, I, I don't have time for rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the New Zealand uh, national team, the All Blacks. They're worth watching. If you ever like watching a guy with no pads running over another guy with no pads, like if you're watching football, except they're like three times the size of even our football. It's just players. too disorganized for me. When I see rugby, it's just too disorganized for me. You know what's great to watch? This is how you get into it. Rugby highlights. Okay. There's like four minutes of all the good plays, and you just cut out all the other scrums and all the other stuff. Yeah, I'm picturing like a six-pack in with like a good soundtrack behind it. Yeah, the yeah, rugby yeah. highlights. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Just just the good stuff. Like I NASCAR do, highlights. I do enjoy just the crashes. watching people get hurt. So. <laughs> right, so yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So let's move on to geography, history. We got two, uh, two uh, topics left to hit here before uh, we end the 33rd episode of Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Triple, triple. Uh, I got a question for you. Shoot. The largest lake in Africa was named after a person of royalty. Yes, it was. Who? It was it, it, British royal. Oh, I just gagged a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> lake Victoria. Yeah, the there you go. Lake. Boom, boom. Uh, speaking of, did Start you see there was a big anniversary between uh, QE2 and uh, her and prince? Her, and her, yeah, and her husband. And what kind of, what is that? How's that guy not king? Why is he not king? Yeah, I don't why, get it. why is he I not king? He that. was born Prince Philip. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was born Prince Philip. Uh, he's, some, he's German or something. Oh. There was a whole issue. His sisters couldn't come to the wedding because they had Nazi ties and everything. Oh. But anyway, they hit a big anniversary. Okay. 70? Yeah. Cool. 70. Cool. The longest marriage of any British uh, royal. Well, I mean, how are you going to argue with the queen? So the guy's been <laughs> I mean, 70 like, years married to the, to the queen and he's still not the king? 
No. I would change that. I would be, it would be like day two of marriage. Yo, honey. I'd be like, listen, I'm we king. gotta change the rules on this. I'm, I'm king. I'm king. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I was born Prince Philip. I should what be king. I marry you for? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Nick speaking the truth. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That's an interesting one. What is the southernmost state capital in the continental United States, Nick? Hmm. The southernmost state capital in the continental United States. All right. So Boy, this should be I've been asking a lot of state capital questions lately, but I like be it. Easier, it's but you know, Tallahassee just doesn't seem that far south. It's very far north to me. Uh, see the the other bordering ones. Hmm, that's interesting. All right, I'm going to go with Austin. Austin, Texas, yeah. nailed it. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's going to throw people. Yeah, I think. I think, I think may, you might get some Tallahassee's. Because you got to you got to realize sure, it's Tallahassee's like, way up north. We've asked the question a million times: which uh, city is further uh, east, Buffalo or Miami? Right, and everyone puts Miami. Of course, it's further east. It's right on the ocean, but it's not. Buffalo, New York, is right, way further the country, east. There was another one we asked that's even tougher, and I don't remember it exactly, but it's got to do with which is further west, like San Diego, Los Angeles, or Vegas. Is that part of Reno? Yeah, it was it's Reno. One those... It was definitely Reno, not okay, Vegas. Okay, so Reno. Cause, right, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not Vegas. Yeah, it was Reno. Yeah, yeah. Because in northern Nevada, Nevada it spreads far and out. And then in southern California, it just dips in. back in. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. So it's same comments. Fascinating. Concept. Fascinating stuff here. All right, what else you got for me? Does today's date mean anything to you? Like when you wake up and you look at your phone and you see this date. 1122? Yes. Is it automatically it like binary day or something like that? Or no, it was an event in history. So oh, okay. it was an no, event no, no. in history uh, that happened on uh, today's date. And every nah. every year, just nope, it does not. I know it's like the biz- busiest bar day of the year. Well, that's because it's the Wednesday before. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, most DUIs tonight. So stay off the roads, folks. So it was uh, Kennedy's assassination. Oh, that sucks. So fascinating, fascinating topic that I've I've been there. I went. I went there and saw where that whole. Yeah, Dealey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did it too. My dad and I did a cross country trip, and we showed up in Dallas at like midnight, and we actually got pulled over by a cop because we were literally like the only people wandering around that site. And he's like, "We're just driving through for the night." And I promised my son I would show him where it is. So the cop actually, instead of being like, "All right, well, whatever," he got out. He was on a motorcycle. He got out and gave us like basically like a walking tour of everything because I guess that was his beat and whatever. And he was impressed that I was coming to learn about it, and he was. It was awesome. It was like a, an experience I'll never forget uh, listening to this cop talk about Kennedy. He was like super passionate and whatever else. Mine was also an experience I'll never forget, but for a different reason. <laughs> I went there I for the drunk, Super Bowl. Threw up no, I was, I was there for the Super Bowl when the Packers uh, played the Steelers. Sure. And the worst snowstorm in the history of Dallas <laughs> had like hit, and they had no equipment whatsoever yeah, to course. remove the snow. Right. So as it froze, the, the level of treacherousness, it oh. was. The world so, ends for we, the We were literally like sliding them. around Dealey Plaza, like, like just great. people falling down, and uh, it was crazy. But anyway, so here's here's my you know we've done the Kennedy assassination up and down, so it's hard to find new stuff okay. to really challenge people with. So this is something I came came up with, and I was I found this very interesting. So anyway, do you know who was three cars behind Kennedy on that uh, motorcade? Who was three cars behind Kennedy in that motorcade? I've heard this before. And my que- really, I'm before. fascinated because why isn't this more known? And I've always had a Johnny. lot of suspicion surrounding this uh, person. Johnson? Johnson. 
Lyndon Baines Johnson. How come that's not more well known that the vice president was three cars behind him? It always creeps me out because the picture of Lyndon Johnson being sworn in on the airplane, does that look like a man who just saw his buddy get his head blown off? the audio clip of him talking about <laughs> his big his, his pants? From a bunghole. <laughs> he used the word bunghole. Yeah, you guys got the best pants in the country because yeah. you leave me some room. <laughs> I'm about six inches from a bunghole. <laughs> or else they'd be riding yeah, up on I me. would go out on a limb and say I'm pretty sure this was an inside job. Anybody who doesn't if, can't. Lyndon Johnson would be in a lot of trouble these days because I heard he was like, like he would go and take a leak at the White House, like go walk right outside, show, the, yeah, <laughs> show off his member to everyone. Oh, he was <laughs> a whole different guy. You know what he did for a living? Yeah, he was a senator from Texas for 50 years. He's a corrupt politician, I'm sure. Before that. He's a rancher, maybe? Let's see if I'm right here. I'm reasonably sure. We're getting the movie of his wife's life, right? Yep. Lyndon Johnson was a teacher. Really? Yes. How about that? Yep. I just, I, I he knew. He was a, like a, a legit just classroom teacher. Wow. So, I find that interesting. But yeah, he, he definitely probably I, killed Kennedy. <laughs> I mean, it was, apparently he was sworn in like before 3 o'clock in the afternoon that day. You see a picture of him, like, smiling. Hello! Like, finally, I'm the president. Woo! Like, Dude, your buddy's got head got blown, <laughs> blown off. Oh, yeah, you know. Five hours he ago. Was, he was a commie bastard. What about his son? He's going to probably become president. Oh, got that covered, too. <laughs> <laughs> his brother? No problem. No worries. That guy wins the primary. Head blown off. <laughs> so. There you go. Good times for LBJ. the Kennedy folk. Yeah, but our country's in. But think of it nowadays. What kind of motorcade would the president be there, and then three cars behind him is the vice president? Doesn't even make any sense. What was you, he doing there? You just make sure you keep me far enough away from when that boy gets And he was from Texas, off. right? Oh, yeah. LBJ was from Texas, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. He did it. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. The botched Cuban invasion, oh, and just like the gold standard stuff. Well, who else is going to pull that off? Right. You know what I mean? And then have the Warren Commission basically BS and they frame the sure. guy and just like, you know. That picture. Uh, that. Jack Ruby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A strip club owner was so upset that the president uh-huh. got arrested on live television. Uh, Boom! Got assassinated on live television. Oswald! That's a haunting thing. We asked that the other day. Is the first murder on television. Right. That was the, the... Well, apparently Ruby was into the mob. Sure. And that cleared his debt. Sure. And apparently, did he have a... Like a life illness that was gonna. He was gonna die anyway. I, I think uh, Ruby was, was gonna die anyway, and he owed a lot of money to the mob, and they were like, "We'll leave your family, family alone. We'll leave your family alone if you if he you do if you do this." Right. Yeah, so he did it. Yep. Think that think that was the story. Makes sense to me. Um, all right, let's move on to some entertainment questions. Giving you uh, quite a bit about uh, Dead Kennedys, which was a band name, by the way. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, I do. Dead Kennedys. They were they a kind of punk band in the eighties. I was thinking. I can't think of any of their songs. Yeah, there's also the Dead Milkmen. That was another mm-hmm. group. So a lot of dead butthole bands. surfers. Butthole surfers. So bunghole surfers. A lot of bad bungholes. Fantastic. Do you know what Cher's real name is? Cher. 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 Just Cher. Cher. Right? Cher. Cher. It's actually Sherilyn. Oh, uh, all right. Sherilyn. So okay. I wondered if anybody knows Sherilyn. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I never heard that name before. Well, but now you have. <laughs> I, I, I did think Cher's name was real. All right, what do you got for me in the entertainment world? That was my first little 
throw at you? Uh, let's see. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, multiple choice here. Mm-hmm. Potsy on happy days. Oh, I love him. Did he get his nickname from making pots, smoking pot, or planting flowers? Smoking pot. <laughs> That's what I always thought. Thought they called a potsy because he was nah, a pothead. Can't be not on happy days, but now we know why these <laughs> days are ah. Share them with me. This is What's the dumbest on? thing ever. His mom Plant gave flowers? him the name Potsy because he used to make ceramic pots when he was a little kid. It's the stupidest, the stupidest thing, thing, ever. thing ever. Hey, I got the backstory for Potsy. He was really into ceramic pot making. All right. Is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Stupid as I, I hate. You think that. anybody's gonna put making pots? No, everybody's gonna be smoking pot. <laughs> I would hope. I mean, just it should be, even it's, if it, it wasn't. Maybe it's fifty-fifty smoking pot, planting flowers, but nobody's putting making pots. Hey, do you know what the ATMs are designed to look like at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, been there. Been there. Uh, the jukebox. Yeah, uh. we'll take your money, but we'll make you. Uh... <laughs> $3.50 fee to cover <laughs> jukebox costs. You should be able to get money and also play a song. Oh, especially if you're playing a three fifty. That's what I'm saying. Thing. Like, at least get five jukebox. I'll tell you what. That's a good business model. If you can combine touch tunes with the ATM, it's like you get jukeboxes that give you money, but you got to get a little less money, but you get some songs out of it. Did you ever go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, I have not been there. Of all the things, you know, I'm a big music fan. Sure. Of all the things, my favorite thing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'll never forget it. They have a letter that Madonna wrote to someone when she was at the University of Michigan. Okay. <clears throat> it was, I had like a tear in my eyes. I'm reading this letter. So it's, she's like, this isn't for me. I'm out of here. I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to make something of myself. I don't care. I'm done with, like, say, Dan or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> I'm tired of him making me feel like this. And, like, and it was like this letter of her writing to her friend just about, like, right before she left. Exactly. The Rocky story. story. Lack of virgin. <laughs> so you can see that letter being read when the Madonna story comes out eventually. It was, it was, it was awesome. We should play Madonna in the Madonna story. <laughs> you got a good actress. Are there any up and coming actresses with a huge gap in their teeth? I would like to see Miley do it. Michael Strahan. That work? No. No. Did Madonna fix that gap, or she still got that? I think she's got it. Does she? There's got to be an up and coming gapper. I'm sure somebody. The Madonna story will probably have good music. I think now when you have that gap, they fix it by the time you're like five. So it's like not, Lauren Bacall, oh, famous for like a huge gap in her teeth. There's, there's no, been, it's Lauren Hutton, I think. Or Lauren Hutton. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. It's definitely Lauren Hutton. Get ready for the gap round, folks. Yeah, we, we have the old time gappers. You got to go. All right, so Strahan, Letterman. Letterman, Madonna. for sure. Madonna, for sure. Lauren uh, Hutton. Uh, Alfred E. Newman. Okay. Front and center with that gap in the teeth. There's others. There's others. Right. But yeah, I could see Miley playing uh, Madonna. Can see that, yeah. Dual threat, Miley Cyrus. This is a good one for you. What song was playing on Bill Murray's clock radio every morning at six a.m. in the film Groundhog Day? Sonny and Cher. Hey, I got you, bring babe. it all together. I got you, babe. That's the first and the last. What time did he get up at? Six a.m. There you go. Did you say that in your question? Yeah, yeah. All right, I missed that part. Yeah, yeah, I sure did. Absolutely. But that's I love that movie so much. Again, totally out of place because we should have asked that in February, but that's just... All right, so you know the, the brothers that formed ACDC in 1973? Sure. Uh, Angus and Brian Young? You're thinking of Brian Johnson. Damn it. Uh, Angus Young and uh, Tommy Boy Young? I don't know. Malcolm. Malcolm Young, that's right. Angus Malcolm Young and Angus Young, Young right? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Brian Johnson. I gave the wrong name to the wrong guy, but all right, I got, you know, half credit, half credit. Uh, I miss ACDC, you know. 
Good stuff. There is a, you know how, uh, what's his name uh, from Saturday Night Live? Uh, God, my good boy, help me out here. Oh man, good boy, uh, uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Uh, sorry, Jim. I freaking love you. I, you know, it's been a long week, Jim. It's been a long week. I could listen to him laugh like a goat for. Uh, I, I just <laughs> love him. He's, he's one of the most genius comedians. Is, I love his stern interviews. He's absolutely so fantastic. Funny. But he became really good friends. Uh, with Johnny Depp, right? Uh, no, with the lead singer for uh, oh yes. DC. Yes, but he used to Brian have a com- yeah Brian Johnson. He used to have a comic routine that was the funniest thing I ever heard. And he said like Brian ACDC can make any song sound evil. He's like Mary had a little lamb. You get that guy's voice, and it's like Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, he does a great impersonation. Uh, Greatest thing. It's like yeah, and then, he actually has a I band am. now, right? Didn't you yeah, get Brian he did, Johnson like, a whole album sing a song, song with him? Yeah. Let's, uh, you know what? I get, we I got to hear that. What does Jim Brewer and Brian Johnson's song sound like? Uh, I've heard it. And? Yeah. It's not my... Uh, I don't know. It's tough for me with new music. I mean, for, 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 for new music to, to reach me, my standard is very high for stuff I re-listen to. That one band, Greta Van something, Flower Power, mm-hmm. that was a good song. But they sound like Led Zeppelin, but... Uh, you know, stuff like that. Greta Von Fleet. Greta Von Fleet. They do sound like Led But I 95% listen to music that has been around for a while. <laughs> 95%? Yeah. All right, Jim. Here's your, here's your big chance to expose your music. God, I hate these stupid commercials. What, uh, is this the one with Brian Johnson singing? Yep. Yeah, like immediately, I feel like this song was from 1974. Like it just—it's not bad. It's not bad. What you got, Jim Brewer? What you got? I'm giving you your moment here, buddy. Well, does sound like ACDC when you got the lead singer. Yeah, I mean, I'm already pressing skip. I'd, I'd, I'd rather hear <laughs> Highway to Hell. Right. That's, That's the what problem. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If I feel like listening to ACDC, and I'd rather hear lyrics Here's from Jim Ringo Starr, <laughs> which is not a compliment. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Sing it, baby. I'm along for the ride. Start that fire inside. All right, then. That, that's some killer stuff there. All right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, we had this band in the 90s called Rage Against the Machine that just blew apart that, that sort of. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. going back to listening to uh, something like that just seems dated. I don't know. All right, throw one my way, and then we'll uh, put a wrap on it. Put a wrap So it's my it. last one? Last one. Let's see. Yeah, we're right. well over an hour. All right, so I'll, I'll do a two for ten, all three for twenty. Okay, this is my last one of the week. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> I'll leave you with this. Name the three films that starred Chris Tucker from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand seven. Two for ten, all three for twenty. Name the three films that starred Chris Tucker from. 1998 
was Dude, you gotta diversify. You can't just star in Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. Or hey. else your career is gonna take a hit. I, I don't think he agrees with you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> When's Rush Hour 4 coming out? I think Friday Part 3 is his next project. Is <laughs> it pre. Pre-production. When was, when did Friday come out? So it wasn't in that time. Friday was before. Oh. <laughs> it was like Friday, and then next Friday, and then Rush Hour one, two, and three, and now he's on to. I don't know. Is it Friday again? I don't know what the next one's called. Another another Friday. Another Friday coming Payday. out. Twenty eighteen. Payday. Yeah, that's uh, that is something special. Uh, I mean, has anybody ever? Had a, had a run like that, like a 10-year run where you just I was like, rush out a one I, I, I didn't want to answer it, but I thought it'd be funny <laughs> just for being wrong. And I was like, oh. I don't think anybody's going to get that. Oh, it's just the greatest I think they'll thing go ever. Friday, yeah, they'll start. rush hour, rush hour part two. Something, yeah, that works. Just uh, I think they'll put both of those because those are the things. The thing is that he didn't with. mix in any other performances. It was just straight up. stand up in between. But, you straight know, up rush hour. Chris Tucker, we love you. And Kevin Hart, I'm glad you're not Chris Tucker. <laughs> All right, that is it for uh, the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. You're still playing ACD. You're still playing <laughs> Jim Brewer and Brian Johnson. This is like the closing credits you stick around to, and and I'm still on here talking. But, yeah, sorry about that. I'm not going to correct that because that was kind of funny that Jim Brewer just finished that out. This is David. Now, I don't know if you want to – you know what? We're going to do a jam. We're going to do one of our favorites, so it's nice and slow. We're going to go in the next room. If you like to, we'd love to join us. We understand too because you got to have your voice. This, by the way, is still playing, and I don't know how to shut it off. So now it's just a lot funnier to me because you got David Cassidy with Jim Brewer talking to the guy from ACDC. Hey, bonus coverage, folks. Enjoy. Uh, We'll head into the next room. Like I said, the invitation, love to have you. Understand 100% if you can't. We're going to do a little jam whammy. This is uh, Rocket. Let me go in the room and you kind of guide us there, Pete. And thanks for hanging out. I'll see you tomorrow night. A little hokey pokey. He's shaking his hand now in a wonderful, warm way. <laughs> no, no. Pleasure is mine. You're a great person. I mean, lovely wife. And uh, here's a little, hold on. We're going to. Uh, no, I can't do that room. Yeah. Uh, so, so.